The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome, everyone, to the Ask Dr. Dream show. This is where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I am Dr. Dream, a.k.a. Kelly Sullivan Walden, or other way around, Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream, whatever. It's all a dream. It's all the same. We're all part of the same unified field and we're all in this together at this mm, somewhat crazy time in our lives. So at least we can take heart in knowing that we are together in all of this. Um, The number to call if you have a dream or a question about the law of attraction, um, that's the first half of the show is going to be about how to leverage the law of attraction to help you manifest the life of your dreams in these very, very changing and crazy times that we're in. The number is 816-251-3555. So really quick, let's just turn within. Let's get centered for a moment. Take a big, deep breath. And just join with me as we release and let go with every exhale for the remainder of this show. Let's just let go, let go, let go. And I think one of the best prayers we can do besides a prayer of gratitude is a prayer of just dropping everything, dropping attachment, dropping the tightness, dropping the news, dropping the heaviness. It's like moving the clouds from away from the sun. You don't have to teach the sun how to shine. The sun shines naturally. You just simply breathe those clouds away and we are reset. So we don't have to fix anything that appears to be broken. We just need to let go. And then once we've let go enough and created a little bit of wiggle room, then we can breathe in our connection to the sunlight of the spirit. Breathe in our alignment with that highest energy, that highest love intelligence that governs the universe that we can possibly imagine. We are right at the center of it. It just occurred to me today that we are in the belly button of the universe. We're in the navel of the world of the universe. We are right in the center and we could not be more connected with one another if we tried. So we really can just relax. I think that's part of, at least that's part of my access to beginning the process of manifesting the life of our dreams through our dreams, but also through our waking dream. So with this, I just say thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for not just being committed to surviving this pandemic, but thriving through it. We can do that. So I'm just grateful to be with you, grateful to be here on Unity, grateful Nancy T is joining me, and grateful for 
the two guests on the show today. In the second half of the show, we'll have Aspen Mattis, New York Times bestselling author of the book Girl in the Woods and the brand new best-selling book in three categories on Amazon. It's number one in memoir, even above Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. Oh my God, Aspen's book, Your Blue is Not My Blue, is number one on Amazon. And she's going to talk to us about being how she has created the life of her dreams and how she deals with the naysayers and the people that want to put her down because she's thriving so much. And JJ Flazanes is going to teach us about the law of attraction and how to amp our energy up, even when all signs around us say, don't do that. Just put your head under the covers. JJ says, oh no, oh no, this is your time. You were born for this. We're going to make your dreams come true. You're going to make your dreams come true, and we're going to do it together. So that's what's going on. I'm grateful for JJ, grateful for Aspen, grateful for so many things, and grateful that I'm going to shut up and just let Nancy T join me and share with us our dream goddess empowerment card from the new deck. How are you, Nancy T? I'm doing really well, and I'm so happy to hear your voice and catch up with you. I I can't wait to hear these two ladies speak today. And I think I picked the perfect card to go with them. Let's hear it. Let's hear what you pick. All right. I picked the black Madonna, the mother of miracles. Oh, hallelujah. We're all going to, it's all going to work out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It says (laughs) (laughs) the most fertile soil is the blackest and your darkest moments contain the seeds of your greatest illumination. Recognize that the power of all goddesses resides within you. To harness the enormity of this life force, connect with the deepest core of Mother Earth to become grounded, nurtured, and assisted in fostering the soul of the world. Bam. Bam. Well done. You've got a good picker, Nancy T. And hey, I just want to give a shout out to you and what this new project that you're doing on Facebook with um, storytelling. Can So tell people your Facebook page. Is it, it's just Nancy Telzero, right? And that's what it is currently Nancy Telzero. I may be starting another page for this, but... Okay. The, the gist of it is it's it's like an audio book, but it's a little bit of an audio visual book and <laughs> it's me interpreting. So you know how sometimes you get an audio book and it's just a straight read and they do that intentionally and, and rightfully so, so you can delineate different characters. Well, I make it so you can delineate the characters, but I tell it colorfully. And it's so it's sort of an audio book, Nancy T style, complete with my my commentary. Oh my God, this is going to be so fun (laughs) via Facebook live. Holy Lord. Okay. So everybody go follow Nancy T at Nancy Telzero on Facebook. Okay. So without further ado, let's bring on JJ. I'm literally last time she was on the show, right at the beginning of the pandemic, right when lockdown started, she blew my mind. And I said, you've got to come back at the first opening. So JJ is returning to the show. She is an empowerment strategist and the host of the people's choice award spirit purpose and energy. She is the director of Invisible Fitness. It's best-selling. She's the best-selling author of Fit to Love. That's fit with the number two, love. How to get physically, emotionally, and spiritually fit to attract the love of your life. And the Invisible Fitness Formula, Five Secrets to Release 
weight and end body shame. And Jojo's Jojo JJ is going to talk to us about the law of attraction and how we can get that happening during this crazy time. JJ Flizane, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me back. And I have to say, JJ Flizanes. I'm so used to dropping the S off. Nancy T and I have spent quite a bit of time in in France, and I'm I'm trying to you know, so I'm trying to get it right. But JJ Flizanes with an S. Okay, so JJ, we've we it's been a few months or a couple months since we spoke. How are you doing? And how are you? How are you finding the law of attraction to be kind of your central pillar to? to make things magical during this crazy time. Well, so as we discussed on the first show that, you know, it is a law, everything is frequency, everything is vibration and how we as like what our cell towers are, are our emotions. So our emotions always let us know where we are vibrating and what we're attracting and also where we're focused and what we have the ability to pick up on. So when you're in whatever state you're in, that's, the, that's sort of the frequency of which you are picking things up. So if you want to be in a different state, you literally have to turn the channel and find another way to get on the different frequency. And for most people, it's usually they want to feel better and they want to get onto a higher frequency. And what the law of attraction states is that the only reason you want anything you want, anything, a relationship, uh, better health, you want anything, money, the only reason why you want it is because you think you'll feel better when you have it. That is the bottom line of law of attraction. Mm -hmm. The only reason why you're trying to search for something or trying to control something is because you want to feel better. And the and the wonderful news, every who, uh oh, we lost her. JJ, I think her frequency got too high. Can everybody hear me? Yeah. Nancy T, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yep. Okay, so JJ, we lost you, but I know she was, I'll just start reiterating until we can hear her. She's I'm talking here. about this frequency. I'm and, oh, are you back? I'm here. No. Oh, oh, I'm well, here. come on in. I won't reiterate anything. Just Sorry dive on in. Where did, I, where did I leave off? You were talking about the radio dial. You were talking about how you, like, you pick up based on where you're vibrating. And in order to change things, you need to change the dial. Right, right. And so uh, did, did, I, did you hear me say that the only reason you want anything you want is because you think you'll it's feel better feel when you have it? better. Yes. God, that's good. That's clarifying. Yes. Yes. Got that. So when we, when we think in terms of, you know, what, what this pandemic has really shined the light on for a lot of people is their true belief system, where they truly vibrate, what subconscious beliefs you hold that are stronger than the intellectual ideas you'd like to believe. I want to let that land for a second because because a lot of people who up until now thought that, oh, yeah, I use law of attraction. Oh, yeah, I believe in this. or I, I, I do these things. And then all of a sudden conditions change because, again, remember, conditions, the law of attraction is not based on conditions. It's based on your internal focal point of where you're vibrating, what you're looking at, what you're talking about, what you're. Um, what you're visualizing, where your focus is going. And that doesn't depend on outside circumstances. Now, outside circumstances obviously can influence if we're looking at what is. But part of the wonderful co-creating experience we have with this universe and with energy and with source and creator and who we are as powerful manifestors and creators, we create our own reality. So where we decide to line up with is what we end up attracting, acknowledging, noticing, and bringing forth. So 
So if we're not good at it, if we haven't exercised the muscle of learning how to do that under every circumstance, then when circumstances get to be too much and we start focusing on what is too much and we're looking at mm. Facebook and the news and we're, we're hearing other people and we're taking their fears and we're embodying them as our own, then of course it's going to get harder to practice what you think you believe. But I think it's a very telling time for people to really be honest. Do you actually believe what you believe? Do you believe that, are you a God believer? Are you a creator person? Do you believe there's a plan? I used to, my ex-husband's grandmother used to get real in a knot about politics and, and being feeling like she was out of control. And I looked at her and I mm. said, I knowing she went to church, I said, do you go to church? Yes. Do you believe in God? Well, of course I do. I said, do you think God has a plan? How about you let God handle the plan and you just take mm. care of you? Mm. So, I, so in terms of law of attraction, just remember that what we want, if you're finding yourself stuck in everyone else's fear, and it is easy to do when you look at what is and when you look at, you know, it's about balancing, what is it that I want? What do I want to feel? What is this really about for me? And how can I get there? And how can I imagine a world where we become awakened? How can I can imagine a world where after this, this has so many benefits to so many people, including myself and the earth? How do we focus on the things that get us the feelings? that ultimately we're after. It seems like, you know, you just said so many things that are so powerful. And one of the things that I'm really hearing is the faith piece. And that might seem like a simple thing, but it feels so big to me right now because it seems like if we have a deep faith, like an absolute faith, like you said, when you were talking to your ex's grandmother, like you either have faith that there is a plan and that you're connected to it and all is well, or you don't, or there's shades of gray. I mean, even, I mean, for me recently, I mean, there's a pandemic going on. So this is, that's like the biggest, craziest thing. But in my personal world, my professional Facebook page that had a hundred thousand people on it, almost just like somebody hacked it. So I've got a hacker in there and it's like, Oh, this thing that I've built up for years is um, not mine anymore. And it's, I don't get that anymore. And then this, like with technology, I was recording this, this show and the zoom recording just hasn't, hasn't responded. And there's a part of me that was like, Kelly, you either trust the universe or you don't. So it's like, did the universe just turn its back or is this part of the plan? So how do you handle like glitchy things? I mean, and then of course, you know, watching the news, let's, let's talk about both. How do you handle both of those things? I had an interview with Dr. Christian Northrup that I've been after for 10 years. I had it last mm. week and it was originally scheduled for two weeks ago and I had planned my day and I was, I was going to go for a walk on the beach or at the time just take exercise and take a shower and kind of ease into and read some of her book and get prepared. Well, we both, her assistant and I, screwed up. They screwed up mm. choosing the time. I screwed up confirming the right time in the right time zone. So she was waiting for me and I wasn't there. Oh, no. Now, luckily, luckily, we were both wrong. Both of our, you know, there was a fault on both sides. <laughs> and I did say to them, but knowing and trusting that this was happening for a reason. And I didn't yeah. know what the reason was in that moment. And, and so I said, you do know that I've been waiting for this interview for 10 years and there's under no circumstance would I ever screw this up. <laughs> like, like I would not try to screw this up. Right. So they, we rescheduled for a week later 
And she was very gracious. I, when she got on, I, I said, again, I, I apologize profoundly for last week. And she's like, she's like, hey, it happens. I said, well, obviously, Source wanted us to meet today instead. And she uh-huh. said, apparently. And, and that mm-hmm. was because the beaches has opened up in California. So that started the conversation off in a place where I could help empower other people who have similar beliefs as she and I with what to do when you're out there, right? And I'm not going to go into that here on this show, but just so in terms of it's like the most important interview of my life, oh, <laughs> right? Wow. And, then, and it gets screwed up, but yeah. I also just trusted that there had to be a reason for it, and there was. Okay. So All right. Nancy T, I know I can feel you chomping there with, with a question. And I know you've been super sympathetic about my hacked Facebook page. So if anybody, by the way, gets a <laughs> hacked, like get some weird sales from Cambodia with like me trying to sell them Ray-Bans from Kelly Sullivan, Walden, Dr. Dream, it's not me. Nancy, how are you it's doing? It's really not. It's really not. And and you know, what's crazy is, you know, if I were just trusting the universe that that was supposed to happen, I wouldn't spend time since I'm still an administration administer on that page. I wouldn't spend time deleting all of her posts, which is something I do because (laughs) I just feel like it's false and I just can't take it. Okay. That's the Libra (laughs) in me. Um, But, (laughs) but my thing, and, and, you know, I've been so, you know, I'm, I'm the person that gets stuck in traffic and says, you know what, maybe I'm missing an accident way up above, or maybe I'm going to look over to the right and see the agent of my dreams. And that's, <laughs> that's me. But in this pandemic, I'm suddenly in everyone else's business, which is where I never want to be ah. because I've believed that what they do can affect me. So mm. it's almost like they're in my business and now I got to worry about them and darn it, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So I know my, I know my leaning on the universe and trusting it is not at its most faithful right now. Ah. I have to admit, I know it's not because I'm a little bit freaked out, not to the point where I'm chewing people out in public, um, but I'm almost not going out in public ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I don't want to be the only one trying to come up with the cure for this. So I definitely have a, I have a feeling about it and it's not very trusting of the universe. Ooh. What do I do? <laughs> what do, what does she do, JJ? What's a way that she can up up her game and I can up my game so I can be in complete joy that somebody's hacked my Facebook page and is hacking it, all my friends not, and family members. But it's I, First, Kelly, as you're hacking, it's not to say everything that happens is wonderful and I love it and thank you. It's to say, <laughs> what am I supposed to learn from this? What is this? Con- yes. How does this contrast create clarity for me? So okay. the clarity of that other people affect you is false. And I'll tell you why. Because there are several things not being talked about in this pandemic, and I will list them for you. Number one is law of attraction, but that's not even the most important one. Quantum physics, which is where law of attraction comes from, that proves this frequency theory of consciousness, and epigenetics. And those three Mm. things are are what you control. And you can have, I went to Italy during the pandemic. I came back from Italy during the pandemic. I can have someone breathing on me who has COVID, and I won't get it because I don't I am not vibrating at the same point. I don't have any fear, none. The only fear I have mm-hmm. is of other people forcing me to do something I choose not to do. So, and I've worked on that. That has been elevated because for me, there's every part of this has been fine. I've been fine through all of it until there's been an idea of the, and I'm, and I worked on that and I've, I've transcended that. And I know it's not going to happen because again, I'm using law of attraction to say, what's, what is it that I want to feel right now? And I'm Ooh. focusing on 
what I want to have happen, not on worrying about what could happen, because I contribute to creating my reality by where I focus and the story that I tell myself. So what is it that I want to feel right now? That's, that's the leading question. Okay. So with that, um, let's take a caller. We've got, let's, we've got Joanne and Joanne, where are you calling us from? Joanne is calling us from the car. Oh, yes. I, I thought that I was just um, uh, observing everything. Yes. Well, oh, okay. Uh, I can put you back on hold if you'd like. Uh, well, no, I appreciate this whole thing. Yes, I feel that um, it definitely is uh, can be a positive thing, and we have to be looking at it to see what can we do. And I just thought about writing a book, and, and I was listening earlier. I put that on the back burner. I'm a retired teacher, and I'm really not doing anything, actually. So I just thought, yeah, even though we've been at this thing for, what, maybe two months, I need to be inspired. And I was just telling somebody uh, when I was walking that they had to listen to this because it's such an inspiration for us. I just think everybody should know about this unity on the radio. It's just Mm -hmm. fantastic. It takes you away (laughs) from your everyday kind of, you know, ho-hum and isn't it awful. And we watch CNN. Everybody gets sad together. And and so it's a collective feeling. But we need people like unity to bring us into new inspiration. So thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. And thank you. Thank you for you. And thank you for, I mean, so, so literally JJ, Joanne just demonstrated what you were talking about using the radio metaphor. She, she tuned into a certain frequency to be lifted up and she found it. And, and now she's actually also giving some affirmation and it's uplifting the radio station. So that's kind of how it works, right? Absolutely. We you don't could, like this being said, turn to channel. And we <laughs> right. can use our imagination because we can't see each other, which is even better. Right. Hey, I like that. I think we could just keep playing with all the things that seem so awful. We could just keep finding things that are a blessing. So Joanne, thank you so much for calling in. I'm going to put you on hold so you can keep on listening and, and keep calling. I, I love your energy. It's wonderful. Keep it, keep it up. And let's take a call from Denise. <laughs> Denise, welcome to the show. Do you have a question about a dream or the law of attraction? Um, a dream, you know, it's a dream. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a dream and it's we're going to relate it to the law of attraction because really they're yeah. so correlated. And, and so it is. let's it is. hear it. Okay, um I had a dream um like a week ago or so. I think I'm a week behind. Um I was in a dwelling. You know, I always use that word dwelling because I yes. don't know what the dwelling is. I was in a dwelling, and there was cake, and <laughs> it was it was a, yeah, it is sounds, and it was a round cake, and everybody was trying to get a piece of this cake, and I finally got to the table, and I think I got like the last piece, and that was a struggle, but mm. then that cake was gone, so that cake was gone, so then the girl sitting there, the person sitting there, was like, I don't know, another cake was created, or another cake popped up. And the girl tasted the cake, and she said, I don't like this cake. I don't like this cake. So then I, I hate to say it, so then I took my fingers, and I kind of took a piece. I said, it's not the best cake in the world, but it's okay. And she said, well, I don't care. I don't like this cake. And I believe I took it. If I didn't take it, I kind of walked away with, because I love cake, I walked away thinking, well, it wasn't the sweetest cake in the world. It wasn't the best one as compared to the first one we were all fighting for. But I kind of walked away thinking, 
what what's the big deal? And and the dream ended with me just kind of saying to myself, turning back and looking at her like, why are you making a big deal about the cake? It really wasn't that bad. But I didn't say it to her. I think mm. I did the first time. Yeah. Okay, but well, you know, let's dive into this cake. Is there more? Yeah, any time when I was a youngster or a younger person, or even now, I think, when I used to dream about cake, I would always meet a man. I, oh. It might be a week later or two weeks later, but I always meet a man and start dating when I dream about cake. Okay. Oh, my heavens. Okay, well, I know we just have a few minutes with J.J. Flazane, and, and I know that, J.J., this isn't your necessarily your area, but it seems like this is a law of attraction dream because it seems like there's like the – almost like the um, Goldilocks, like I'm going to taste this and what do I like better and kind of getting a sense of what you, what would make you feel better. Do you get a sense that there's some law of attraction happening in Denise's dream? I think it's a great illustration of how many different frequencies, options, ways Mm. to be, things we like. There's, it's like a, having a smorgasbord or going to the buffet line, right? Everyone's not going to choose the same thing, which is why we have to stop expecting everyone to want the same thing. Like the idea of Mm. law of attraction of you decide what you want, you line up with it and you're going to co-create and also manifest other people. And you can also disengage from those who aren't in alignment with who you are. And it doesn't mean that they're bad or wrong. It just means that they want something different than you do. Oh my goodness. I think that is wonderful. We only have a minute left with you and Denise, Nancy T and I are going to talk more about your cake dream. I don't think we're ever going to stop talking about your cake dream actually, but on the other side of the break, we'll finish talking about this, but JJ for just for a moment, tell people how they can get a hold of you and one of the one, something that you're excited about that's coming up for you. Well, I would love everyone to watch my um, North Dr. Northrup interview that's both on YouTube and in the video part or on my Facebook oh. page, or you can get the audio podcast. It's the last one that was released on all my shows. JJFlazanes.com is where to go, but my most popular show is called Spirit, Purpose, and Energy. So Joanne, the caller, right, who's looking for mm-hmm. something else to be uplifted by, it's definitely one yeah. of the reasons why I have a very large audience of very excited people who mm-hmm. feel better when they listen to my show because that's who I am, wanting to empower people to feel better, take control of what they can, and release what they can't. So that show is oh. called Spirit, Purpose, and Energy, but you can find all of that at JJFlazanes.com. Spirit, purpose, and energy. I'm covered in chills, and I think you've left us with a wonderful question. What What is it that I want to feel right now, and how can we move ourselves towards that? No matter what situation we're in, no matter what we're dreaming, no matter what cake we're eating, or what pandemic happens to be going on in the world. I say that so cavalierly. It's so strange. <laughs> JJ Flazanes, thank you so much for joining the show. We'll be right back on the other end of this break. We'll have Aspen Mattis, and we're going to be talking about you and your dreams. And we'll, in just a moment, we'll be right back with you. Thank you so much. And thank you, JJ. Thanks, Kelly. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. dream interpretation, and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden.
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakened world. And this is Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream. And I'm so excited to be with you. I'm joined by Nancy T. We just had a wonderful segment with JJ Flazanes talking about the law of attraction. And I think it's a perfect segue because our next guest, and I'm going to, we're going to, we're not forgetting about Denise's cake dream. Don't you worry, none. I'm going to bring Aspen on though, so we can talk about cake with Aspen here. So Aspen Mattis is someone who has literally manifested the life of her dreams. She's living the, she's living la vida loca, as my sister Shannon would say. She's She's a two-time best-selling author. Her first book, Girl of the Girl in the Woods, was like a runaway New York Times best-selling um, memoir. And then her brand new book, Your Blue Is Not My Blue, that I've been privileged to read. And I, if you're a member of Amazon First Reads or Amazon Prime, then you can get the book right now. I think it's still available for like $4 on Kindle. And it's amazing. Is it still Aspen? Yeah, for um for the rest of May actually it's Ooh. um 1.99 oh. for the Kindle version and it's free if you have Amazon Prime. Oh, jeepers creepers. Okay, so you got to get it. I mean, there's no excuse to not get this awesome awesome book. It's so it's so inspiring in spite of the fact that it's a, it's a missing person memoir. It's it's pretty intense. So Aspen, you have manifested the life of your dreams. And, and I know there's also some kind of thorns that come along with that, with those roses. And we're going to talk about how you're handling the, the ups and the downs of, of this incredible success. And before we get into that, I think this is also kind of connected. We, we started um, talking to Denise about her dream on the other side of uh, the break. And it's a dream about cake. And Denise, in, in a nutshell, Denise, you can tell me if there's if there's more to it. But my nutshell of your dream is that that you were you were in some kind of a dwelling, as you often are. I don't know what the dwelling is, but there was some kind of cake. It was round. You had a piece of it. It was you got the last piece of the cake, and and then there was another cake, and there was a girl that was like, ah, this cake isn't as good. And you were like, yeah, you're right, it's not as good, but it's still okay. Um, in my mind, Kate, is that is that kind of the nutshell of the dreamers? Am I missing anything, Denise? You're absolutely on target. Okay. So I'll just put in my two cents really quick. To me, cake often shows up, and you said it shows up for you right before you meet a man. So like, okay, so that bodes well. And it connects with my what cake is for me. When a cake shows up in my dream, I often think that I'm being rewarded. It's like there's some kind of a celebrating success. There's celebration, even though I'm not much of a cake girl, I'm more of a pie girl, honestly, but there's something so beautiful about a cake and something so decadent about the idea mm -hmm. of a cake. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm, there's like a sweet reward that I'm coming mm -hmm. into. So even if it's not the most delicious cake to me, it still bodes really well. Nancy T., what do you want to say about Denise's cake dream? 
Well, I right away thought of Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake. <laughs> right away. It, Do that's it. all I could think of. That's all I could think of. But what I noticed was when you were describing the dream, Denise, you said that I got that last good piece and it was a struggle. And yeah, I think sometimes yeah. right now we feel like it's seems like a struggle to get anything good, to get to see our neighbor is a struggle. Paper. You know, and that last roll of toilet paper. Exactly. That's where I was headed. That we right now we're grasping at things and it's a struggle. But then there's this other part of you that recognizes here's someone else complaining about their cake or their situation, maybe. And it's really not that bad. And they're ma- they're kind of tripping over themselves over it. And it just seems to me like it might be your view. And while I think this is great, if it is a man as well, that's a yummy cake in, mm-hmm. in and of itself. Exactly. If, if this is your view of of today and how, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it can be a bit of a struggle to get something really good at this point. But these mm. other people that are really freaking out, maybe maybe they're just overreacting and we can all just relax and enjoy the darn cake. I, that's just what <laughs> right. I heard if it were my dream. What I yeah. love, what I love about this is that there's a struggle, but she goes for it. She gets yeah. cake and she, she claims it. it. And this is kind of like what Aspen has done. I mean, it takes something to get what you want because it's so easy mm. to just say, no, 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 especially as a woman. No, let other people have it. I don't really need it. Oh, I need to watch my figure. Oh, blah, blah, blah. All the reasons why you don't get any cake. But Denise, you went for it. So I feel like when the cake is presented, even if it's one last piece, you're going to be like, excuse me, that's mine. And I'm going to get the most mm. delicious piece. Yeah. What? So how is this yeah. landing on you? I like it. I like, um, (laughs) I agree. I totally agree. And I think, you know, I want to be you and Nancy T. Like I said, I think I'm you and Nancy T. So (laughs) I also think um, that somebody else in my circle might not appreciate what God, you know, just, just this rest. I don't know what they don't appreciate, but they don't appreciate it. And, and that's okay. So I think okay. I'm going to watch my circle and watch the complainers and people that I might need to kind of back away from because the cake wasn't that bad, but they were just so adamant. Oh, this is just nasty where it really wasn't. It wasn't as sweet okay. as the first one. So but it wasn't on bad. that note, I think this is like a, the perfect segue as strange as this might seem Aspen, I want to bring you in and Denise, I'm going to keep you on because I feel like your dream is connected to this. There's, mm-hmm. it's like, there is a price. There's always a price to pay for everything. There's a price to pay for not following your dreams. And that's the living your life. Um, like it's not really your own that, that, what is that? That Henry David Thoreau thing about um, people that live their lives in silent desperation. So that's kind of the price you pay if you don't follow your dreams, but then there's the price you pay when you do follow your dreams and eat your cake. There are going to be those people that aren't happy to see you succeed. So Aspen, your book, your blue is not my blue has hit number one in all categories on Amazon that your book relates to memoir, travel, adventure, even above Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, and even above Michelle Obama. So Aspen Mattis, Mm. (laughs) you've like, you've, you've reached the stars, you've got the stars. And now you're having to deal with like, there's the people that stalk you and they just like want to want to like be with you every second, like me, basically. And then there's the (laughs) 
then there's the people that are just nasty and not happy with you being so darn successful. So can speak to that. We, how are you processing this? What's what's alive in you at this moment with regards to all the people that you're having to deal with? Um. Well, so yeah, it's like it's a very strange experience. Like reading, you know, the in the when the book first came out. Um, I looked at like the one star reviews and the two star reviews and I've stopped doing that because that's just a bad idea. And Thank God. <laughs> I don't think it's very fruitful or, or too wise. Um, but, um, yeah, it was just, you know, like actually Kelly talking to you helped me so much. Like it really is like, you know, my greatest fear. And I think a common deep fear to be like publicly shamed and to be, like told that you're you're just fundamentally rotten and you're bad mm. and, and mm. here's why <laughs> and so mm. it was kind of like you know the one star reviews were mostly along the lines of like um like she you know basically she's like you know a you know a spoiled brat she doesn't deserve like you know this like mm. she um, like, you know, like insufferable and oh lots God. of things that like, I would hate to be, um, hate to be thought of as, but also like, like, and I, it, there was sort of a consensus too among the low, low reviews that that's how I am or that's how I seem. Mm. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's just a jarring experience to see like people's hate for you reflected back mm. at you on a public forum. Man, you know, after, so you and I talked the other day and I went and just so I could do my research, I went and I looked at my own bad reviews and they were devastating. (laughs) Just say it's like, Oh my God, the mean things people say it, it hurts. Even though I went, I went in looking at my bad reviews like knowing I'm just, this is going to be fun. I'm going to, I'm going to get a laugh and no, I didn't laugh. And it takes up a little bit too much space now. It is like, damn, there's something I think in the limbic brain that wants to look for the negative and hold on to it. It thinks we're going to survive better, but I think you're right. No more looking at one star reviews for you or me, even though you've got, you've got so many, there's so many positive reviews, but but how are you processing? Like, I think there's like a whole psychology of people that leave bad reviews and people that are scathing and get, get off on that. I mean, I don't know. Where are you putting that? Where are you, how, where are you in your process with how to, how to put them in your mind? Yeah. So like, well, honestly, like so many of the things that have been so helpful to me are things that you, um, tools that you gave me and things that you've told oh, me. So and sweet. I think and I also want to say that anyone who gives you a one star scathing review and attacks your character is uh. totally nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aspen. Oh my God. And same with you. You're writing. I mean, there's a reason. I mean, somebody, it's not easy to write a book period, but then much less to have it rated number one above Michelle Obama, above Glenn Doyle. Oh my God. I just want to, I want to kick everybody in the face who's, who thinks that there's something wrong with you for going after your cake. 
um, and getting the piece of cake that that is the most delicious, like like Denise did. So what so what would you say to anyone who's listening who's who is nervous about putting themselves out on a limb, making like going for their dreams because of the of the backlash? What would you say to them now that you're sitting right in the midst of, we, we could say on one level, the best thing that's ever happened because you've got the public success, but you also have the public flogging from these horrible people. What do you have to say to the people that are terrified to step out there because for fear of what you're dealing with right now? Well, it's it's actually interesting. Like I've gotten a lot of Facebook messages from from people who say that like that's the reason why they don't share their work. Um, and so... Um, like to friends who I've reached out to and to just to Facebook friends. Like, so, and and then I'm like, I have to like kind of like tap into my higher self because like I, I totally get that. And I'm, I, I'm feeling that sometimes too now. Like it's so much easier to just not do anything that might be controversial or confronting for someone else or might trigger someone else's their, someone else's pain or someone else's reactivity in, in some, you know, really negative way. It's so much easier to just like, you know, like you don't have to deal with the, the consequences of, of being different. If you pretend that you're the same, it's up for, you do have to deal with mm-hmm. the consequences within yourself and feeling really inauthentic and feeling like you're just kind of, sleepwalking through life or just wearing a mask all the time. And I would say that like the person that you spend the most time with is always yourself and being true to yourself and being honest and being transparent and leading the least secretive life you can lead is always going to free you. And, and you can, you know, there's no way that telling the truth will ever cause you the same, you know, mm. pain in truth than, than masking who you are forever. Because that's kind of like a dull mm. half-life. And it's, it's just kind of like in the, you know, it's kind of like... being a living ghost. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. What is so magical about what you're saying, Aspen? I mean, often people will talk about this in hindsight, but you're like, right. I think we're Mm -hmm. we're catching you right in the alchemy of it. This is such a precious opportunity and I so appreciate your candor. And this is what the hero's journey is all about right here. This is it. And Denise and Nancy, I can hear you guys breathe in. I know you guys want to say something. Let's see. Denise, what's what's percolating for you about giving you permission to go eat your damn cake and eat the best piece? What's coming up? It is what she just said. What she just said was very, very powerful. It really, really was. She is just very, very um wow. 
I'm, I'm gonna go get her book. Um, I'm glad Aspen Mattis, your blue is not my blue, blue. on Amazon mm-hmm. right now. On anywhere books are mm-hmm. sold, actually, Amazon is the only place you can get it right this moment because it's this is the pre release. And if you're a Prime member, you get it for a dollar ninety nine for free, free or oh, shoot, free. Jesus, <laughs> why do I keep yeah. wanting to add money to it? <laughs> it's free if you're a Prime member. So, Denise, that's yes, it's giving you encouragement. Powerful. What did you say? You're feeling encouraged to go for it? Oh, yes. Yes. And I now I'm, I'm interpreting the dream a little. The first part, like you said, a reward. But the second part is the reward for me stepping away or thinking something positive about the first cake. I got a piece of it when everybody was fighting for it. And if she didn't like the second cake, then I, need to, I think it's somebody that I need to walk away from or not mm-hmm. let them encourage me with negativity is the second mm-hmm. aspect of the dream. That's what Thank I really believe. I think your dream is my dream and Nancy's dream too. Nancy, what's percolating for you? I can feel you bubbling over there. Well, you know what I noticed is that, of course, I just love Aspen first and foremost. But me I too. Noticed, <laughs> yeah, but I noticed that you know, this is a different time and maybe it's because I'm old that I say this, but <laughs> you're not before, old. <laughs> before, before, you know, even the late nineties, there wasn't even email. So you're at just another level. Imagine writing, you know, the joy of cooking back in the day. They didn't have somebody who could just sit in their living room with their pajamas on half a hand down their pants and t- type out some horrible <laughs> review that didn't exist. And now people just have, were drunk with ways and they say things and I I just have to say I always think it's about them what they say is about them it's their jealousy it's their feeling that they could never do it or they don't have the guts to do it but Ooh. you're a, you're so much more exposed than back in the day and I mean there was just a long long more time in this world than what has been this internet session, you know time mm-hmm. where we didn't have people that could just I mean they'd have to write a letter to the editor of the newspaper then it would have to get selected <laughs> get do you understand so there's this crazy power out there that I think it's really wise and you're way ahead of the game in not allowing that power to even seem too real to you because it, it really kind of isn't. It's just ridiculous. It's almost too easy to rip someone down. And here I was in jail for giving good reviews. How are these people staying out of Amazon jail, I ask? I know. It's so true. <laughs> How are they doing it? You know, Aspen, I'm just, I'm thinking about this whole thing because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm writing a book and with your encouragement and you have inspired me so much. And even me just being in the process of writing my book, I've had almost every day I have a conversation with somebody that says that they're inspired. So your ripple effect has touched and uplifted so many people and and many more people that you don't even know the names of and that you'll never, you'll never know. But I wish... If if we were looking at this like it was a dream, then everyone in the dream is an aspect of self. And I'm and I'll do this mm-hmm. for myself. It's like so even the 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 haters, and there are haters, they're an aspect of self. They're an aspect of self that maybe is quick to blame or quick to look at fault. And maybe mm. we can let's do some quick dream alchemy. Like if we could just love those those parts of ourselves that are super critical and just calm them down, pour honey all over them. What would you do if you could do anything you wanted? If you could rope all those haters up, what would you do to them? Aspen? <laughs> Let's turn the tables. 
I mean, I think I would do what, Kelly, what you shared with me that you got the opportunity to do with your, your high school bully. <laughs> or was it middle school? Middle school. Middle school bully. Um, mm -hmm. I would, like, well, I, do you mind telling the story? Because I thought it was so powerful. Oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah go, no, go yeah, ahead. You tell. You tell. Well, <laughs> let's just say there was a girl who was unkind to me for a long time in school and caused me a lot of angst when I was young. And I found out, I mean, there's a lot of details I could get into, but I won't at this moment because we only have a little bit of time and I want it focused on Aspen. But let's just say she came to me with a dream recently, like in the last year or so. And, and in that conversation, it was revealed that during the time that she was so cruel to me, she had a horrible time at home. She was being abused basically by her, by her family in ways that were unfathomable. And I was the scapegoat for her own, the cruelty that was being heaped on her. She was heaping on me. It wasn't personal. And I can't even tell you the healing waves retroactively that I felt that I got to project on all the other people that were mean to me in school. It's like, wow, what if, what if those people were all in pain and that, and I just happened to be the scapegoat that they projected it on. What if it wasn't personal? What if I could take all those, all those moments of my own sorrow and self doubt and just get and like alchemize that and, and transition that and put it into like change that, change that narrative. If I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have been hurt. I would have had compassion. I would have wanted to walk up to them and give them a big hug instead. And maybe they would have punched me in the face while I was hugging them, but I, I wouldn't have gotten defensive and I wouldn't have beat myself up is what I wished I could have done in hindsight and what I'm doing right now in my dreaming mind. Is that kind of the nutshell, Aspen? Yeah. Yeah. And really the like realization that every single thing that she did to you and every single thing that these people are saying about me that feels so personal is actually not at all personal. And it's not about, about me and it's, it wasn't about Kelly. Mm -hmm. It's about the pain that those bullies are, are feeling and, and their, their demons and their struggles and what's going on in their homes and in their minds. And it's not at all a reflection of how, how good you are or how worthy you are or how valid you are at all. Especially, I mean, so ditto to everything you just said. And, and I want to just say just even more, like, I think what you've done in your book, your blue is not my blue is radical because there is such raw honesty. I mean, you go to the core and beyond and I think as much as that's what it's going to take for this humanity that we're in to level up to the next 2.0, 3.0, a lot of people are clinging to the old ways and it's confronting what you've done is you've said, hey, let's play on this playing field where we're honest and where we're real. And some people are like, no, I'd rather kill you. Thank you very much. I'd like to keep my mask. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Let's just kill her off and pretend that never happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense because like, if like, 
if your whole life is built upon a foundation of secrecy and lying to yourself and withholding how you really feel and, and going against yourself and doing things that don't truly feel right to you, then like the kind of the revelation that it doesn't have to be that way, you don't have to be in that self-protective masked mode is kind of like a death sentence of that life. And yeah. then you know, either you have to totally recreate your life or you have to ignore that. It's, it makes me think of like the caterpillars on the ground yelling at the butterfly saying, hey, don't show us that you can fly. Like we're content with crawling around <laughs> eating mud all day long and let's kill that butterfly. Like how dare you? Because they're afraid that they don't have wings in them. Like that they're, instead, like it's like you're an example of what's possible for all of us in our own unique way. It might not look ever exactly the same way, but you are a freaking butterfly and your words mm -hmm. and your books are so beautiful. I hope everybody runs out right now and gets a copy of your blue is not my blue by Aspen Mattis. And when you read it, get inspired and write her a five-star review for the love of God <laughs> <laughs> and know that you're writing a five-star review for yourself, for that part of you that's emerging and becoming a butterfly. Thank you. Aspen, thank you so much. And people can find you on, on Instagram. It's one of, you're so active there. You've got the most juicy Instagram page. Oh, it's Aspen you. Mattis. Pretty easy to find. Yeah. Aspen. Yep. It's just my name. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much. And Denise, thank you for sharing your cake dream with us. And I hope that you'll, I think we should all just go out and have a piece of cake to celebrate Denise, <laughs> Denise meeting her Good new guy. Idea. <laughs> and Aspen to celebrate Aspen's new book. Nancy, what do you think? Cupcakes? I love it. You know I'm all about it with awesome. lots of frosting. And check out <laughs> Nancy T on um on Facebook. She's gonna be starting this 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 program where she's reading books. Maybe she'll read your blue is not my blue as as her own version of like the Nancy T on on books. <laughs> like Nancy T, the world according to Nancy T. <laughs> That's so cool. I know. It's yeah. so awesome. Well, thank you all so much for joining us for another thank awesome you. show today. This was so much fun. Thank you, JJ Flazanes, for joining us and teaching us all about the law of attraction. And Aspen Mattis, thank you so much for your courage, your bravery. Your blue is not my blue is her book. We'll see you all next week. And until then, don't take your dreams lying down. May they all be so sweet. This is Kelly Sullivan Walden. Sweet dreams. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.